But you do it in the afternoon. Yeah, I'll do it in the afternoon. I'll put in smart pricing, right? Okay. What's it called? Is it called smart? Not smart smart price. Price tips. Oh, price tips, smart price. Yeah, it's also smart pricing. Yeah, um, Airbnbs. Airbnbs where they put your place as cheap as hell automatically. But I only do it for the weekdays. And I'll use price tips. If I don't get booked, I'm not tripping. Because at midnight, my prices are going to go shoot right back up to what they originally were on price labs. So if I get booked the next morning, cool, they paid the premium rate. Right, right, right. So pretty much what you're doing is you're making your calendar change days, change prices in a specific time frame okay welcome to live let thrive a podcast about the airbnb life the share economy and everything in between here are your hosts micah and steve hello 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 and welcome back to another exciting episode of live let thrive (laughs) what's up man how you been man i've been good yourself been all right all right man it's good to get back in the saddle yeah yeah it's been a minute it's been a little minute huh because we were man last night so we don't got the Turo guy to everyone that uh on the live pages who've been following us on instagram by the way follow us on instagram i have a bunch of stuff going on on there um but yeah he hasn't got back to me so hopefully next well next week we do have someone in the week after that so maybe next month till we get the Turo guy but yeah we got a lot going on, a lot of good interviews coming up. Um, but what you been up to, Steve? <laughs> Throw it at me first, huh? Yeah, man. Um, well, I had like a million Turo questions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I could watch all your Airbnb stuff bounce the whole time while we're, watch- we're watching this live. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. Just same thing I say every week, pretty much. Just working, working, trying to handle the Airbnb thing and the long-term thing and try to... Look for the next house thing, and uh, we might have one. We'll see. You know, what you got? I was talking. I, I mentioned it the last episode. We might end up buying um, uh, Can's old house. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So um, we're in talks. We're in comunicado. You know, we're trying to uh-huh. to get everything right. It would be. I called it. It's funny because like we've described it on the show how we do things. We do um, house hacking. Yeah. And um, and you you house hack to the extreme because you got every single nook and cranny of your house like book <laughs> rented out. You know you got the bathroom rented out, and the kitchen rented out. And um, but how I'm how we're house hacking is we, we you know we, we buy a house, live in it for a little bit, and then bounce to the next one about a year later. And so yeah. the next house we have three that way, and the next house will be house number four if okay. everything goes cool. And um, so this. Um, we're looking at Ken's house. He hadn't, you know, he told us about it and everything, and we checked it out. And I told you the only issue I really had, well, I had an issue was, was the backyard was was small. Ooh, and I told you, yeah. and, and you said that that's how the new houses comes with Especially small in yards. Texas. Like I mean, you you have to go out. Yeah, you got to go out to get a backyard. Yeah, but you know, whatever. I mean, I mean, but it's, it's right next to a big ass park. Yeah. So, you know, kind of yeah. substitutes for the backyard a little bit. Um, but it, I mean, it, it's something you can kind of work with. And so, um, we'll go to the backyards real quick. And okay. of course it's funny cause anything you, I mean, I, I love the internet cause it inspires you, even though we don't do half the stuff we're supposed to be doing, you know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like a tiny backyard. I looked, I looked up how to, how to fix up a tiny backyard, you mm-hmm. know, how to work with it. And um, and it shows, and of course, it sends me down the Pinterest freaking tunnel. You know, you go down yeah. and check out all the Pinterest, how they pimp it out, and you're like, 
thinking to yourself, you know, naively, I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. You got to have a special <laughs> mind to do some stuff off Pinterest, dude. Mahogany does. I, I, I don't. Yeah, but with YouTube, I mean, you can yeah. just follow how they do it, and um, it might not come out exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, what's, what's, what's also inspiring is, like, the, um, the yards mm-hmm. that are, um, and, like, you, you watch, uh, you've seen Flip or Flop before? Yeah. Okay. It's California houses, and they got, like, barely any backyard at all, and, because um, it's, shoot, it's expensive, dude. It costs, yeah. like, like um, half a million just to buy a shitty little, you know, three, two, whatever, thousand-square-foot house, much. right? Yeah. So they can't really go all out in a yard, so they got these little bitty backyards, but he pimps them out so badass, dude. Really? He does so much with these backyards, and I'm like, well, we could, you know, um, it'll be less of a, a canvas to paint with, but we can make, we can pimp it out pretty good, I'm thinking. Yeah, that's my thoughts in my head. You know, action is another thing. Altogether. Yeah, gotta put that action forth. <laughs> so if we go about um, getting this house, you know, I'll, I'll have I'll have a backyard to tackle. The good thing is, it's not a huge backyard to tackle. Okay, how so, big is your house? Is the house? Three, the house two, is or? about it's a four two four two okay. about two thousand square foot, big layout. You know, where's it at? It's over there. Uh, you know where Cooks Lane and Thirty is. Like, Fort Worth? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. East Chase. You know, okay, East yeah, yeah. Chase. Yeah, over at. that direction. Okay. So you go down 30 here towards those streets, take a right. It's it's like back in there. Okay. Yeah, not on the left side. Left yeah. side's a little sketchy. <laughs> you go to the right. <laughs> other side. It's uh, the other side. Okay. The Hearst side. So. Yeah. And uh, another cool thing about about the, um, about the house, because like, we love Hearst. You know, we mm-hmm. have a house there. And um, it's like you take precinct goes all the way to our house. Oh, precinct line. Okay. The thing is, the, the the street's a little rough. But on my doing my research, you should always research when buying a house. Yeah, definitely. The the city Fort Worth is is fixing that precinct road and is fixing the the Randall Mill, which leads to eight twenty. You know, I'm talking yeah, Fort yeah. Worth crap okay. here. But they've already started on the project to refix the to refix to fix those streets. Okay. Okay. And so that's a good thing, man. It's showing some promise. And so um, we're in talks right now. We'll see how it goes. And um, you know, pimp it out, throw it on the air, bizzle, bizzle. So you're gonna do you dropping three percent on it? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I was um keep your money in your, had, in your in your pockets, folks. I had two two real estate type deals roll up on me. One was an eightplex, and one was a duplex. The eightplex it was in foreclosure, and I have my um, I have my cousin. My cousin's a realtor in Arkansas, because I, I you know I have my house for sale, and I've been advertising it real hard. Arkansas. Um, so I had my house for sale, and I was like, okay, I got two choices, and I had also because the house down the street from me is for sale for two forty. Yeah. So I'm like, dang, I could sell my house or I could grab some equity out of my house. So I got a couple things going. I can, I'm either going to grab equity out of my house or I'm going to try to get this house sold. And then if I, when I, if I sell my house in Little Rock, I'm going all multifamily. So we had an eightplex on the line, man. I was like, dang, that's good. It's a, it was a, it was, it's not considered an eightplex. It's considered an apartment. It had eight units in it. Damn. And uh, I was real close. I hit my cousin up my mom sent it to me she's like hey there's an apartment building down here for sale and i was like hey how much is it 181 for sale uh going into foreclosure and i called my cousin about it she's like oh it just sold last month somebody picked it up oh that's in arkansas right yeah man but an eight plex an eight unit that's all i would have been mad because what i was gonna do was i was gonna run the numbers Find out how many units in that eight, eight plex I needed to be on a corporate housing. 
and I was going to corporate house like three or four of them if that makes the mortgage. And everything on Airbnb was just going to be nothing but profit. Gravy. Yeah. So, but yeah, it fell through. But I have a uh, duplex I'm looking at now. Um, she's running the comps on that, seeing what's out there, see how much I should offer. That's in Arkansas? Yeah. So if I sell down there, I'm going to go all, everything, I'm trying to go every, like I've been saying for a long time, everything I buy from here on out, I'm doing multifamily. I don't want any more single family homes. Okay. That's a different route to go. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, I got to have something, one mortgage, multiple spots, (laughs) you know. That's the beauty of real estate. I know. Straight up, I love man. that. That what they call it—the velocity of money. Yeah, velocity of money. You know, the same dollar keeps buying you more and more properties over and over again. Straight up. But Dave Ramsey would say, "Pay that first one off first, okay? And then you can think about getting another house, buy it you cash." Speaking <laughs> of Dave Ramsey, I got—I I like straight up. I listen. He's coming to, some to Dallas. Of his, um, What's up, Dave? I listen to—I uh, listen to one of his little podcasts or whatever. Mm-hmm. But think about what he be—he says is it's like kind of throws you off like he'll tell a guy go buy a house 180k cash like man you can buy five houses with that you know but and then i listened to a story of how he said he he was over leveraging properties and he went bankrupt right yeah yeah but i'm like why didn't you buy anything multifamily why are you buying all these you have like 15 houses and they market tanked you're done you know what i mean yeah so i think you just have to be smart about it and so today, we were going to talk pricing. That was what we were going to dive into. And um, see, Micah had mentioned on a previous show that he uses Price Labs. And I'm still on the Beyond Pricing thing. I haven't switched over to Price Labs. I'm going to do it tonight, though. Oh, I'm going to stay up late and get on Price Labs because Micah keeps showing all his statistics from Price Labs. And he just has months booked up solid. I mean, there's no gaps Nothing, just solid <laughs> bookings all the way through his calendar, and I'm like, I gotta get on this um, this Price Labs thing. People are hitting us up, you know, wanting to, and of course you're gonna share your um, your code, right? To, so they can like sign yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, go to uh, my, if you follow my IG at Share Bed and Breakfast, I, I have all that stuff on there. Price Labs. I, I even show like what it's doing, how I manipulated it. Definitely check that out. But yeah, what were we saying before I left? We're talking about Dave Ramsey a little bit. Oh, yeah, there's a, yeah, here's yeah, a commercial yeah. about him right here. He's coming to Dallas, so he is. We gotta go. We gotta go. Nah, nah <laughs> we'll get kicked out for talking about credit. Did he rent that whole venue? That venue cash money? He probably told his <laughs> listeners that, and they probably believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he didn't probably. say his his um, LLC or his company, his corporation doesn't use debt. I don't know. Maybe they yeah, do. They, Maybe they don't. That's. This guy made a great point about David Ramsey, man. He said, you know what David Ramsey, Dave Ramsey does? He goes, he takes a group of fat people and he teaches them not to have discipline. He's like, he'll tell them to take all these weight loss pills the easy way instead of, hey, go to the gym, work out, you know, build a work ethic. He goes, yeah, he don't teach them that. And that builds discipline. He just tells them to, hey, just cut up all your credit cards. Don't use them. Don't use credit. Like. It's about moderation to me, you know what I mean? He goes right, to the right. extreme of one side. So, I don't know. But he he, he has some good stuff out there, though. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But, what was? oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about, what, pricing well, let's and... Type in, let's hop in, because we titled the show Pricing, just because we just chose a quick title. You know how we are. We, we title the show... And then we just go on, ramble on, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, price, real quick, I mean, tell us, 
why, how and why um, Price Labs has been so successful for you. Without, We're going to interview the Price Labs yeah. guy next week, right? Two so, weeks. In, oh, in two weeks. So that's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. epic. You know, he's a, um, he's yeah, a big we're going to interview him in two weeks. But the reason – see, I don't know how it works. That's what I don't know. I don't know how he did it. He somehow set that thing up to where – you can put these little specifics in there to how long you want to get bookings. Um, when I set it up on price levels, all I literally all I did was put in, if it's 20 days out, a person can't stay any less than four days. And it gets me bookings <laughs> for like, like, I, like next week. Yeah, next week, somebody's coming into one of my places and they're staying for three months. And then I have my other place in downtown Dallas booked for three months as well. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it works. It works. I tell people, if, I, I, if you, like I said, follow my IG at share bed and breakfast. That's my business page. IG is, I, is Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, follow that. I post a bunch of stuff daily. Like someone just inquired, like my other place, the one that's booked for three months, a month after that, somebody wants to stay another three months. So it fills up your calendar. I, that's what I will be asking him about that. Like, hey, how, what do you do to manipulate the calendar to? Because I know one of the things he does is if it's the far out rule that I have, my listing won't show up for certain little credentials. You know, if somebody books two nights here, two nights there, I won't show up. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, Price Labs is the truth. The truth. I got to jump on there, man, because I need to start booking up some stuff. Um, Jer- real quick, oh man, yeah, your phone's blasting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll, real quickly, um, Jerry Jones, ironically enough, might be getting into the Airbnb world. You know yeah. why? Why is that? Because he just bought a two hundred and fifty million dollar yacht. He's gonna throw <laughs> it on. He's gonna throw it on Airbnb. How many rooms he got up in there? <laughs> I don't know. It's a beast, though. I haven't. I didn't look up Give the specifics, but it's two hundred fifty million dollar yacht. They rent those on Airbnb, don't they? Yeah, it's a different little spot. Um, it's a place for boats on there. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot the name of it, but it's pretty dope. A lot of people are using it. Um, it's a place for... Uh, Yacht B&B or something? A boat uh, B&B? It's, kinda, it's all types of boats. Yachts. Boat, boats and hose uh, B&B. <laughs> speed boats. <laughs> all types of stuff. Motorboats. Um, so, I mean, I think that would be the most ironic thing. If he actually... You know, throws that thing because it's over there in Holland right now. They said, so I mean, how often is he going to be, you know, using his own yacht? And what happens when someone has a yacht that they aren't using? I mean, I'm sure they they lease it out, right? You would think. Yeah, you got to have something to pay for it. I'm pretty sure Jerry Jones is smart enough to have something <laughs> to be paying for that yacht. You know what I mean, he ain't stupid. You know, two hundred and fifty million dollar yacht. That's insane. I know. And, he, and he's making Arlington pay for half his stuff. Man, that's crazy. Uh yeah. I mean, hey, that's what, you, that's what you do. That's just how this. That's just how business is done in the United States, right? Yeah. Oh, another thing I want to mention: Have y'all heard of the like these companies? I think a, one was Pillow, but Pillow ain't quite. Yeah, Pil- Pillow is not doing what this dude. You, this guy, what he did was this place called Sonder. What he did was he he pretty much raised all this capital, and what he's doing is he's buying up Airbnbs. Um, and what he does is he leases out entire floors, going just to straight Airbnbs. Like he he'll he has he he built up like a hundred probably about a couple million dollars in capital, and he just started leasing out a bunch of floors. 
nice. Just, and he, he, he buys the, he gets the, a floor on an apartment, and he takes the whole floor, furnishes it, and uh, leases it out on Airbnb. And he does multiple floors. It's a place called Sonder. I think it's like not one person, but it's a bunch of people on there. That's kind of like, uh, what's his name from Chicago we had on the show? Remember he he started he wanted he started yeah, 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 yeah. Um, written spots. You're talking about uh, who told us about Price Labs? Uh, <laughs> uh, Syed. Syed yeah. made some made you some money, huh? Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> but no, like Sonder though, I think that the, whoever thought of that was pure genius. They raise millions and just go get floors and off people's money. And I, I don't know. I, I wonder. I want to know what his. Uh, want to know what his what his, what he's making off doing that. So that'll be interesting to see. You know, we're seeing it with you know with our own eyes how the Airbnb business model is evolving, right? And what do you think that um, that it's evolving to? Because it started off, wow, Airbnb's cool. Any mom and pop could like you know rent a room out of their pad, right? Yeah. And then and then they said, well, shit, I can rent out my whole house. I can go on vacation. You know what? I can buy I can buy a second house. And just rent out the whole house on Airbnb, and it'll pay for both mortgages. You know, people are starting, and it gets to where like it's empowering the little guy. You know, that's how Airbnb started, and now, and then, real quickly, the corporations figured out, whoa, 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 someone's making money here, and it ain't us. <laughs> and then the hotel industry, and um, and Airbnb themselves, they're opening, they want to open up their own little Airbnb hotels and stuff. So it's real quick. I mean, with any new thing, it's opportunity immediately. But yeah. then the market gets a little, you know, it gets bigger, big enough to where the corporations want to come in and, and they're cutthroat, man. They got a lot of money to throw around. They'll do it better than you. Airbnb is going to do it better than you. Because, I mean, they're already, that, that was, their business plan was pure genius. That's what they're doing. They're, they're buying, they're trying to get their own units up, which is smart, in my opinion. You know, get your own units up, get rolling like that, and boom, if anything happens, you are a hotel now, which they're about to be a hotel. Right. So I'm pretty sure that's what they label themselves as, as a hotel. But I don't know how you would label that because they're a hotel with, like, kitchens and everything else. So it's going to be interesting, real interesting. But yeah. uh feel sorry for the little man. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny, like how you said, like, people were doing it for home shares. And and that's what I was we, – we do have an interview next week with the HSAA. They're the home sharing – what is it called, the – Home Sharing Hosts of America. HSHA? H- HSAA, Home Sharing Association of America. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, and They're what they up did a fight was, in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they just won that fight in New York, <clears> too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, by the way, you can Airbnb in New York. But what I was going to say was they're really smart with what they did from home shares. They backed away from the remote hosts and everything else and just strictly went like, hey, we're just here for home shares. Right. So I think that was real smart to do that. So uh, I'm I'm actually looking to hopefully you know start something like that up here soon because I think that's the way to go. Some home share. You do home share. Oh, you. Yeah, I mean like be separate yourself from the remote hosts and just be home sharing, which is what they did, and they got to win. Yeah. You know, because you have to. It's two totally different things. Like, and I think that's and. One question I am going to ask, I'll go ahead and release the question, what I'm going to ask. Uh, I'm going to ask her, you know, did you guys purposely know to remove the remote hosts from your group and stick together as a side group? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. there's no point of, 
lumping yourselves in with them if it's totally different. What you guys have been doing is, it's legal. You, you, I'm inviting visitors into my house. You know what I mean? Charging them a little scratch, but inviting them yeah, in. Yeah, it's a visitor to my house, you know? <laughs> you can't control that. You can't control who I open my door to. Maybe, that's totally different. Maybe that's why Arlington's stalling right now. Because they, they, they figured that they can't really start going. They're seeing all this other legis- legislation happening. Yeah. And the people fighting. And they're following. they got to be looking at the lawsuits. You have to, yeah. You and don't so, want to. And that New York that. thing, we're just saying that, you, that, that um, the cities can't petition Airbnb or VRBO for their records and try to find out all the personal information of people that do, you know, home share or do whatever, Airbnb. I mean, that was a big win for the um, for Airbnb. I also think that was the thing with Airbnb to where, I mean, I think Airbnb does stuff for different cities. Like, if you look at San Diego, they do a little bit more. New so York. that ruling over there won't won't matter at all to Texas. Is what you're saying? I wouldn't say to Texas, but to Arlington. I mean, I think that I think they'll go to bat for Austin because yeah, Austin's a big city, for the them. big city, big and a popular plus city, city for them, or Airbnb Dallas. Plus. You know, yeah, but Dallas they don't have any anti Airbnb legislature. They're starting to get some rumbling going on. A little bit of rumbling. Has They're it? starting to make people sign up and everything like that. You know, yeah, and that's where it that's where that's where Airbnb yeah. is. That's where Arlington started too. Trying yeah. to make people sign up. You know, it's cool. Just pay this little hot tax. Everything's going to be cool. Now they got you on record. But that saved Arlington, too, though. The hot tax? Yeah. Like, it, meaning it saved Arlington because people were paying taxes to the city. Right, right. So it, it kind of saved them there. But the problem comes in when you start getting a bunch of complaints to the city and the city starts, uh, you know, trying to force some stuff that they can't force. Especially the city of Arlington. They couldn't ban Airbnb anyway or say it was illegal because they were collecting tax money off of it. Hey, Fort Worth banned it. Yeah, and they, but they weren't collecting taxes, you know. <laughs> well, supposedly banned over there. But, I mean, um, and that's a thing to look at because, okay, when I, just the Arkansas project I was looking at, I went in there and looked up all their short-term rental laws, and they're pretty friendly. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, another place that's friendly, uh, Grand Prairie. The GP. Yeah, Grand Prairie has real friendly short-term rental laws. Like, they just say, hey, sign up with the city. There's no fee or nothing. Um, and the reason I found that out, shout out to Scott, who's one of our listeners. He um, he, he, he was remodeling a house out there, and I was like, are you flipping it? He goes, no, I'm doing a hold on it, and I'm going to Airbnb it. So I was like, oh, okay, that's dope, you know. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's some potential out in Grand Prairie. Because I looked at the cities I'm looking at right now are – Little Rock and Grand Prairie. Little Rock, multifamily only. Same with Grand Prairie, really. I want multifamily only. Sweet. Yeah, man. So you... you Go ahead. And yeah, and that was one of my things. I think it's... I'll be very careful invested in residential neighborhoods with places that are... Uh, that have strong short-term rental laws. Because I heard a lady in one of them groups talking about, yeah, I'm about to go buy a house in New Orleans. Uh, I heard it's really good for Airbnb. I'm like, yeah, if you can get in. They, they, <laughs> they, they're, they're, holding, they're going to hold you up at the door. You know what I mean? If you can get in, yeah. But So, so you, you're you pretty big on Arkansas now. You're going all in on Arkansas. Are uh, you? No, it depends on what I can sell out there. If I can sell my house, I will get a multifamily out there. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, but I ain't gonna lie; those numbers I'm doing look good, though. It's doing real good. Yeah. Cash flowing way more than I thought I would. 
Nice. So, Who would have thought? Arkansas, you know. I know. That's exactly what I felt. I'm like, oh, I'll try it. Because we were like, we'll try it, test the market. And it picked up on us quick. Boom, boom. Now, if you like, got some spots around the college, that would be that'd be very good. That would be great. Well, not we're not up there. That's Fayetteville. Yeah. Yeah. But I met a host. Um, that's why I said you got to check me out on uh, our Instagram. We met a host out there who's killing it up in Bentonville, Arkansas. So it's a trip, man. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Follow LLT, Live Let Thrive on Instagram, too. I'm always posting on there, too. You know, it's funny because, like, um, I'll talk to friends and some of them will have a house out. And, like, my example, uh, Wiley. A friend of mine yeah. has one in Wiley. Badass. Excuse me. Badass decked out house, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and he was talking about maybe moving it and rinsing it out or you know, moving and, and getting a different one with a pool, renting it out or doing something like that. And I was like, well, you know, you ever considered? Do they have anti Airbnb laws in in Wiley? He's yeah, like, he said, he said, no, they don't. They've never heard anything like that. Yeah. Which don't mean they don't. But, yeah. <laughs> but he said, nah, we're too far from everything. We're too far from everything. Doubt it. And that's <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like the weirdest shit. Like, uh, what's his name? James Fan, like one of our, yeah, you know, yeah, our yeah. previous guests. He was in White Settlement, freaking yeah. killing it in White Settlement. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, but honestly though, you you never know. The thing, the reason you know what I read, the reason I think that is, is because they're doing a bunch of stuff you probably don't think about. It's so much going on in the DFW area. It's so much stuff you don't, you can't possibly think of everything. Wiley, I know for a fact a college is out there, right? Right, right. Yeah, Wiley has a college out there. I mean, parents coming to town. I'm pretty sure if you, how big is the house? Uh, his is probably like 3,000 square feet. <laughs> no, and, and that's, ain't gonna lie, that's another thing I tell people. I'm real, real, I mean, I know there's people out there to do it. As a matter of fact, I do want to talk to someone that does that. I'm real iffy on renting out like 3,000, even 2,000 square foot spaces, man. Like, I'm more about 1,500 and below. 1,500 square feet and below. Like, the people rent out them big, huge mansions. Like, the lady who rents out a castle, I was like, up in Washington State. <laughs> 20,000 square feet she rents that out what the hell you better put like a $10,000 um, deposit security. on that it ain't security charge deposit, anyway right? you were charged at your house <laughs> yeah, cause, no yeah because I mean yeah but it, it's I don't know like people who rent out big spaces like that I like to hear their the, the things that they go through yeah stuff coming up missing stuff broke because I couldn't imagine cleaning up something that size <laughs> you got to go high end, man. Um, speaking of JJ Jerry Jones, back in you know his yacht and everything. Yeah, the Cowboys won. Yeah, and they advanced. They're gonna go play a home game in LA. Away game. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be more Cowboys fans there. It's gonna be a home game. <laughs> might be, might be. Some people were talking. It's be like sixty percent Cowboys fans. America's team. I. I <laughs> Strike again. A lot of Vatos locals love the Cowboys over there too. So um, well, I was ta- I looked up the tickets like right after the the Cowboys won that game, mm-hmm. and it was like um, I guess the ch- the cheapest one. This is like on the NFL ticket exchange was three hundred bucks mm-hmm. for the cheapest ticket. That was just right afterwards. Nosebleed. Nosebleed. Yeah, and um, I was like. I I told my wife, you want to you want to hop out there and watch the game, <laughs> yeah. but then you know and there you go six hundred bucks plus all the fees and stuff. It's closer to nine hundred after all, it's all said and done. You know, all Facts. this got to fly out there. Taxes, L A taxes and fees and everything. Yeah, and then um, yeah, well yeah, we can hop on a plane no problem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a seven o'clock game. We can even watch it, 
and then just get our butts back to the airport, take a red eye back if if we yeah. wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Why yeah. even rent a place? But um yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it. And um and I was just wondering, man, that I mean that's I mean, like LA needs a boost to the economy, but it's gonna be a lot of people written out Airbnbs while they, they go check out the games and stuff. Ooh, I don't even wanna know how much the... Airbnb is going for. <laughs> man. For the Cowboys game. And you know, there's a there's like a remote possibility that we could get um a game back a game here. here. Now if the Eagles handle their business in New Orleans, we'll be, I'll be the, I'm gonna be the biggest Eagles fan that morning, right? Yeah, or whenever me too. they play. <laughs> me too. And if they handle their business over there and then we handle our business in LA, we get a home game here, boom. Jack up them rates. Man, if we get that far in the playoffs, man, that'd be what, the NFC That's championship? One more to the to the Super Bowl, yeah. Where's the Super Bowl going to be out this year? Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, damn. Yeah, I already know people jacking up prices <laughs> for it. Man. You're, I'm surprised fact, you're Josh, in arbitrage. Uh, Josh hit me up, and uh, he, he hit one of his dudes was trying to, his homeboys was trying to do it, and he was like, hey, how much should I charge? And he goes, is it too late? I'm like, hell no, it's the perfect time. <laughs> you're going to get the last-minute stragglers, man. <laughs> last-minute stragglers, hey, three, $400. You know, they'll pay it. they like... Hey, we ain't got no place to sleep. You know? <laughs> Ten dudes might go in for that. Damn. Now, back to Price Labs real quick. We're hopping all over the place. But do, are they similar to uh, Beyond Pricing as like the closer a week approaches or a weekdays and, and there's nobody there, they'll lower the prices automatically for you? Yeah, you, you can set it up to do that. Do you believe um, in doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's getting to that point where it's you lowering your prices, I would say do it. My thing is thing about them is they also have like this in-between pricing too like hey if you have a minimum night set like you can set it up where if i have three days where one guest checks out and another guest checks in it's a three-day gap it'll you can set it up to put lower the price you can set it up to not only lower the price but change your minimum night stay yeah beyond price labs is legit man i I got off beyond pricing so quick after i found out about that (laughs) yeah but i do that i do that like if I only do it like the week of. Like I never – this is what I do. I never change my weekend. I never lower my weekend prices. I let Price Labs handle it. Like if I have a weekday, I'll, what I'll purposely do, and this usually works, I'll just go in and highlight them. Like if it's weekdays, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday through Thursday, yeah. and I ain't got no bookings that whole little stint, I'll use – I'll just do the price tips on Airbnb, and I'll let it get booked but then I'll keep the weekends the same, so they have to play that upcharged up that upcharge rate. Huh? Yeah, I never been... never lower your weekend prices. And of course, Airbnb loves it when you use their smart pricing, right? Yeah, They'll yeah, bump yeah. you to the top. Yeah, or you can do this: <laughs> use your price, smart pricing at like twelve o'clock in the afternoon. You don't get a book until the next morning. Price Labs has already updated your pricing. You just shit got shot right back to the top of the listing at the top of the page because they updated your prices at uh, midnight. Okay, okay. That, that. I was going to ask you about that game. You mentioned it in uh, like how to crack the Airbnb code. Remember that that episode? Yeah, their most popular episode. <laughs> um, okay, so you at eleven? Is this how you do it? At eleven fifty nine, you put in smart pricing. Right, well, well, well in the afternoon, I'll do it. Do I'll do in the afternoon. Yeah, I'll do it in the afternoon. I'll put in smart pricing, right? Okay. What's it called? Is it called smart? Not yeah, price. Smart price pricing. tips. Oh, price Airbnb. tips, smart price. Yeah, it's also price smart tips, pricing. Whatever. Yeah, um, Airbnbs. Airbnbs yeah. where they put your place as cheap as hell. Yeah. Automatically. 
but I only do it for the weekdays. And I'll okay. use price tips. If I don't get booked, I'm not tripping. Because at midnight, my prices are going to go shoot right back up to the, what they originally were on okay. Price Labs. Okay. So if I get booked the next morning, cool, they paid the premium rate. Right, right, yeah. right. So pretty much what you're doing is you're making your calendar change days, change prices in a specific time frame. Okay. And then with um, Beyond Pricing, which a lot of our, our listeners are um, are on, when you when you change the price manually on the, uh, on Airbnb, how, this is what's frustrating to me because because then Beyond Pricing, I'll have it on and it'll go back and it'll change them back to the Beyond Pricing prices. See, that's what I don't understand about Beyond Pricing. I don't know what that time frame is. Right, but you know exactly that Price Labs does it at midnight. Yeah, midnight is going to update your calendar, and re- usually that's really why you get bookings the next morning using Price Labs. Because you get shot to the top, yeah, with um, using the price tips, and then no, no, um, no, you got shot to the top using your prices on Price Labs because they they update at midnight. But I'm saying, oh, so it's I like see, every twelve I hours, I'm uh, I can I'll update if I have a vacancy. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Now, now one more thing, in Price Labs, can you go to your Price Labs calendar and manually change the prices yeah. if you wanted to there mm-hmm. and they won't automatically change them back to whatever they want to change them to or do they No. No, if you set like you you can get on price labs and set a minimum price. Like this is the minimum price don't ever go below this on a particular okay. day and it'll do it. On on just a particular day mm-hmm. on each of it cuz you can't do that on, on beyond pricing, right? You can't yeah, do you can. can you just grab one day and set do that? the minimum price for one day, yeah, not for the whole month. Yeah, it's under the seasonal pricing. Oh, okay. But I don't, I haven't used. But yeah, that's all it was when I was doing it. And how much does Price Labs cost? Things like ten dollars a month, ten okay. to twenty. You have to check with how many listings you give them. How many did you give them? I gave them a total of all of my places downtown. I think I gave him about eight or nine, about about ten total. I think I gave him about ten total. Yeah, ten listings, and it he I got hit for a one hundred and eighteen dollar bill this From month. Them. Yeah, which is be it's a lot better than paying a one percent on every single yeah. booking. Right? Every single booking, yeah, it ain't worth it. Yeah, that's how um, Syed uh, was Syed, right? Yeah, Syed. Yeah, that's how he reasoned with it. Because he wasn't about because he did so much volume that that one percent is a huge chunk out of his profits. Yeah. So I'm interested. I'm interested, man. What, yeah, I keep telling you, man, you got to get on there. <laughs> yeah, because I asked you today. I was like, "Hey, Steve, you ain't on the Beyond Pricing yet." And I took a picture of my calendar, and mm. I think that probably uh, <laughs> motivated. Yeah, motivated you like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. If you've seen regular people's, um, including myself, um, Airbnb calendars. There's just like, you know, here's Monday through, or Sunday, you know, the weekends are pretty much booked, hopefully, if you're doing it right. And then you'll see like little choppiness going on during the week. So you see all these holes in the in the calendars. Micah's is just solid, man. Boom, boom, solid all the way through. Beyond pricing is just hooking them up. You know, yeah. we're, we're, <laughs> we sound like a damn commercial for them. They ain't paying us nothing, right? You're actually paying them. Well, but- I don't know. I've been promoting their uh, code pretty hard, man. <laughs> I've been promoting that code. Only re- I only promote if I like if it's a legit product. I'll promote the hell out of it. Yeah, and that's why and the co-founder he actually found me. 
I found him, and he's like, "Hey, you the guy who's been promoting us on uh live on uh not live let on live let thrive, but on uh uh Instagram." Oh, he saw it. Yeah, he saw it. He's like, "Oh man, yeah." And I was like, "Yeah, that was me." He's like, <laughs> "He's like, yeah." And he goes, "Cause he asked me. It was funny though, cause he asked me. He goes, how are you using our tool?'" I'm like, "I just set up like Syed told me to set it up." Yeah, and it's been moving. So we're gonna talk to the founder. Yeah, yeah. He, Dude, if he's not a millionaire, he's gonna be a millionaire. Oh yeah, easy off that. So you only promote, you know, products you believe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like beyond, like beyond. Um, sorry, Price Labs and maybe Soul Glow. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming out with the number two, by the way. That's just so glow. Yeah, yeah. Um, a dude, it's funny. My homeboy came to my office yesterday at work. He goes, "Hey, man, you know they're coming out with a coming America too." I was like, "For real?" He goes, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, yeah." I've heard the rumors. I heard and the then rumors. I've heard people say, "No, they're not doing that." And I just because so. I thought I thought Eddie Murphy hung it up. That's what I I heard. Eddie Murphy said he was done. He's got like twenty kids from ten baby mamas to take care of. What do you, you know? Hey, he got the money for it, man. <laughs> he put out he put out some hits back in the day, man. Harlem Nights. Oh, he was the man. Yeah, he was. He was the man. Then he started making all the what is it? The big mamas and the what, what, no the, the Nutty professors. Nutty professors. Yeah. Which, whatever. I and love the the, the first the first one was badass. Then the, 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 yeah, the, the other ones were kind of like eh, okay, beating a dead horse to me. And then the heat. What's the one? Dilbert? Not not Dilbert. Um, what's the one? I know what you're talking about. When he was dressed up as the big woman. And the big woman. And I was like, yeah, that was kind of. <laughs> it said Dilbert. Dilbert. <laughs> Flubert. Fubert. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody out there know who, yeah, who, I know who that who is? Fubert. Fubert. But um, oh, Instagram is hands down the best way to promote your Airbnb. Definitely promote it on Instagram, man. I I. I once I start doing it, I start seeing how many people are doing it and making big money off that. Like, people promote the hell out of their Airbnb on Instagram. And it's a good way to do it, too. Because you can just type in the hashtag city name that you're in. Like, that dude over in Fort Worth, he's got thousands of followers just off his Instagram page. But you're not allowed to do it in Fort Worth. He don't care. <laughs> I don't think he cares. Now, yeah, he don't care. He's killing it. And he, he just has um, his... Is, DFW Airbnb Fort Worth. I was like, that's a perfect name. I need to change mine to Airbnb Arlington. And he gets listings that way. Yeah, he just promotes his uh, his own listing. So he promotes the listing. So they still list. They still book through Airbnb. They don't book directly through him. Yeah, but you can set it up to for direct booking if you want to. You know, have you been taking more direct bookings? I have. Yeah. Uh yeah. How's that worked um, out? It's been working pretty good. I've been having people pay cash, or I can just send them an invoice through um, got the, the C- my CPA tool. Um, you know, got that Square app. Um, no, I do need to get that though. Um, yes. What's it called? Through my um, what I pretty much TurboTax or Quick Tool, Quick, QuickBooks. QuickBooks. Yeah, I can okay. invoice through there. But um, a lot of people have been saying that. Um, that's another thing I wanted to talk about was the IPO. A lot of people think Airbnb is going to make the host pay all the fees when they IPO, supposedly. Is that right? Yeah, so I was hearing a lot of people saying, hey, we should start looking at book instant, uh, instant book, direct bookings. Hmm. So, yeah, that was an interesting one, too. You may want to... Talking about biting the hand that feeds you, man. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, though, man. Airbnb's kind of been on their own little thing, you know. They don't really care about the host. So, you know, a lot of people, 
Um, I forgot what channel it was. What's that guy? I forgot his name, but he, he's a um, he has his own YouTube channel. Um, it's not Airbnb Automated. It's the other guy, and he was the one saying, "Hey, you should look into doing more direct bookings because supposedly they're going to go up on their fees, which you probably would if you're going to IPO." Huh? Good idea. You buying that stock? I think you said you were right. It depends on where it's at, where where IPOs. But um, I mean, if it's in the twenties or thirties, maybe I'll buy some shares. If it's in the sixties, seventies, I don't know. I don't know. I think everybody's IPO in the thirties. Think so? Yeah, thirties. I couldn't. Of, uh, it might, but of course the um, all the connected people get to buy it like at fifteen or twenty, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and then yeah. it gets then it gets dumped on us on the masses, right? Yeah. And it jacks up the price. They bounce. They get all there. They make millions of dollars. Whatever. It's all rigged. It's all rigged. Um, I haven't touched the stock market in so long. Jeff Bezos is about to not be the most richest man in the world. It's going to be his wife, right? (laughs) It's going to get divorced, man. Is it? So they're getting divorced. So, and she's going to take half. Cheaper to keep her. So yeah. (laughs) So he's going to have to somehow get by in life with only seventy billion in the bank. You might have to go move into an efficiency. You might Airbnb him out something, you know. The struggle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, he has, um, you know, they mentioned, you know, I read a little bit. And they're they're not only just, you know, married couple. They're business partners, too. They grew the business together. Yeah. So, I mean, she's she's a big part of it, too. Yeah. And she, they said they're going to still remain business partners and still do their thing, but just not be married, you know, whatever. Bad. And so, um, he's, the, he's the 25th most... Uh, he, um, biggest um, landowner in the United States. Do you know that? Hmm? He's the 25th, 25th most biggest, um, or I said land or property owner in the United States. He owns chunks of Texas and LA or California, um, and, and, and some other states. But I, I mean, he, I mean, he's smart. You know, put your business, yeah. put your money in. That's where the the billionaires put their money in, right? Land and, and of course property. But yeah, so she'll be on the list right there beside him on whatever um, you know billionaire list. She'll be, <laughs> they'll be yeah. right beside each other. I mean, dang man, I hate that for him, but hey, well, he's already got him a little, a little cutie. Oh, he does. He's already. Uh, he's oh, already, he already, he already did that yeah. move. How, <laughs> how much, how much money is is he worth right now? Oh, there were there like I said, there were I don't know, one hundred forty billion or something like that. So. Oh, Somewhere yeah, around yeah. there. Well, I don't know, man. Some people but, might but, go crazy. Lose that much money. Like Chris Rock said, man, if Bill Gates woke up with Oprah's money, he'd hop out a window and slit his neck <laughs> on the way down. Man. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> you never know. He might go crazy, man. Oprah's <laughs> money. His house cost Oprah's money. For real. That's what he said. Man. You, wake up with a, you wake up with a billion dollars in the bank, you used to 26 being in there. <laughs> <laughs> for real but i don't know man that's crazy but uh so that went have you started looking at properties up in the northeast where his new center is going to be no i'm sure they've shot up like crazy right they said it was supposed to be an eight percent increase wherever he announced it that's based on him announcing it that ain't based on it actually being built right right so yeah he's he's man eight percent that's a huge jump i would have liked to Hopped on something out there. Huh? Oh well, if we only if we only would have known, right? Yeah, we only would have known. And we we all kept thinking it was coming here. You see, I kept saying Atlanta, uh, but 
you were saying here, but I mean, we've I mean, we got tons of stuff here. We don't got no public transportation. That's the thing. Nah, I, I don't know. I don't know why I just didn't feel Atlanta. Only reason I didn't feel Atlanta was because I think whenever you start building something like that, yeah, you need something. You need a population, which Atlanta might have it, but you need like. It sure as hell wasn't going to be Detroit. No, nah, they ain't got the population. <laughs> they ain't got the population for it. Um, I was thinking uh, the like young a, talent don't want to go. Yeah, there. young talent. Uh, Austin, Portland, Seattle, Dallas, but it didn't come here. Well, they're like, building something in in Austin, right? They're building what? like um, it's not their headquarters too. Oh, 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 shit! Apple's going there. Really? Yeah, Apple's building um, the headquarters over there. Dog, they're there. trying to turn Texas into Cali. <laughs> oh, that's damn. what they're gonna do. <laughs> I'm for real, man. Look at these people bidding on these houses. They're building, bidding some crazy stuff out there. Jeez. Yeah, like people are bidding real crazy down here. They're gonna. Vent. I don't. I don't see it in the next ten years. But you give it a little minute, man. The market's due for a correction. Think so? I mean, soon. Yeah, if you keep like, look at. Cali, they bounced back good after 08. Yeah. People start, you know, like right now, people are selling their houses for a few million, rolling on out. I mean, they got hit the hardest too, though, because I don't know if they get hit the hardest, but they got hit pretty big. Yeah. So. A cyclical market. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? No, I lost my train of thought, man. Oh. Um. <laughs> What? I had a funny thing happen to me today. Uh oh, what happened? It was in your Airbnb professional host group. Ah, this lady know. asked a real good question, and I had never thought about it. She said, um, "Should I disclose?" She has a concealed carry license. She has a home share, and she's like, "Hey, should I disclose that I have weapons mm-hmm. on my property?" And like these people, one lady from overseas was saying she if make sure to disclose it so she can avoid her property and, <laughs> uh yeah she was from but you know it's different cultures and then uh one lady the other guys the other people were saying yeah you have to disclose it because if they find a weapon in there and it's not disclosed you they get a full refund kind of like cameras but i was like dang man i was like man i better disclose mine then i just figured if you're coming to a home share in texas you just figured the host was packing <laughs> So I look at it, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I mean, I, I never, I never thought about that because I feel like if you have a weapon, I mean, if you shouldn't have it near the guests, right? No, nah, well, like it's, except Texas, because then you, um, on their welcome basket, you, you put a gun in there for them, right? Because it's, te- it's Texas. <laughs> I mean, if, <laughs> it's a few rounds. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. You know, I think you can have a gun if you. A friend of mine who's who's gonna do Airbnb. And um, he just got another house. He wants to Airbnb a couple rooms out of it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, he was he was showing me his phone because he was asking me how to set it up. We were going through the different steps. He added pictures and and yeah. um, he got to the point and it said, "Are there weapons on the premises?" And I, he's like, "Oh, he goes, what do I put here?" And I said, "Well, I was like, oh, you have guns." He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "I probably wouldn't put I wouldn't yeah, put that because you're not going to get any either. guess." Yeah, I wouldn't put it either. And then like and then the lady. The lady who said, hey, let me know so I can avoid your list. And she goes, well, if I'm ever coming to America, I just ask the host if there's guns. I'm like, if you ask a host, American host, if they have guns on their property, they're probably going to feel more uncomfortable than you. That's a weird question to ask from a host standpoint, from a guest standpoint. That is true. Because if someone texts you and says, hey, Steve, do you have guns on your property? Why? 
Like, about to rob me? Should I be packing and preparing? You know what I mean? I was like, I don't know if you want to start a conversation off like that. But no, hey. but my cop neighbors do. <laughs> you know, that's why I was like, I don't know how you want to take that. But, you know, and that was something I never thought about either, you know. Yeah. Yeah. This is episode 76, by the way. Yeah. Of Live That Thrive. <laughs> Your favorite Airbnb podcast in the world. By the way, I'm sitting here reading this and I forgot. You know, New York just won, but they were handing out a hundred thousand dollar fines to home share hosts. Damn. That's crazy. Hundred thousand dollars. Is that I wonder if they at least got warnings first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was talking to one of the ladies who works for the HSAA. She said they were getting warnings, but she said a lot of the fines were only like five grand. And she said, with the money you can make on a home share up there, it's just a business write off. Uh, It's it's not the five grand per night, is it? No, just five thousand for For getting caught. Yeah, and he goes, a lot of people are just putting it into their business expense. (laughs) You make that much money in in New York. Because it's how the houses are built. The houses are built. what are they called? Are they called brownstones? Yeah, yeah. The houses are on top of each other? Yeah, yeah. So pretty much they get a whole floor to themselves. So wow. it's technically by themselves, you know? Yeah, yeah. You get a whole floor to yourself, you so know? So you, your neighbors are going to rat you out, though? Uh, I don't know, though. I don't think so, because you're you're renting out your whole house, right? Uh-huh. But you're just renting out floors in it. Okay. So, yeah, I guess your neighbors, I guess the people next you to see you people could, coming and going, yeah, hitting yeah, the buzzer, yeah, yeah. you know, right. kind of thing. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, but like I said, and they wouldn't. It, it's hard to find out in New York who was doing it because all the the you know the how the buildings look the same, right? All the apartments, condos, whatever the hell. Yeah, and Airbnb stones. was about to. And so that's why the city was trying to find out. Give me all the names and addresses and all the information of people who are doing this, and that's who they're fighting against. And yeah. I guess apparently they won. See, or they I put still, an injunction. I still feel like Airbnb gave out our personal information to the city of Arlington. To me, like people say they didn't, but I'm like, how did they find well, you then? I don't know. I would argue against that because why would they do that? I mean, you're making money. We're we're making money for Airbnb, right? Mm-hmm. Why would they go and rat us, rat out their money makers if they didn't have to? Now, if they petitioned for it and all that stuff, we didn't hear about it. I mean, that's possible, but I don't think they'd go rat out their money makers. You know, especially if they believe that people should be know. able to rent out their houses. They're buying their own hotels. They don't give a damn about their money makers. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, I just still wonder how how did you get our personal information? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I know that's a mystery. I mean, I mean, in Texas, anyways, a lot of it's going to be settled um, this year with the Texas legislator, right? Or the Texas um, Supreme Court is going to rule on um, on uh, being able to Airbnb short term rental in your house. And so that's why a lot of the cities are holding off on doing their bans and stuff until they find out what Texas is going to do. So we will find out, man, and we will um, keep you all up to date on all the developments in Texas and beyond. You know, that's what we do, right, Micah? Yep, we will. (laughs) But, yeah, we got some uh, good stuff coming, though. We got delayed today, canceled today, but it's all good. Oh, he finally hit you up? No, 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 no. No, not yet, so... Once we get, we got two, three good interviews coming. Okay. That would be good, man. Um, So, Airbnb is going good on your end. Yeah. I mean, 
VRBO. Do you get anything from VRBO anymore? Uh, I do get a lot of stuff from the, uh, like in California, a lot of stuff out there. A lot of people out there are on VRBO real tough. Okay. Um, I haven't got a booking from them in a long time, dude. I don't know why. Or, and um, booking.com, really. What's your Wi-Fi job? My Wi-Fi is right here. Can you, can you see it? 5G? Uh, it says to do the 2G for like stuff that's sharing and stuff. Uh, what's the 5G password? Okay, well, this is the same password. Quick Crown 563. Oh man, now everybody can use. Now everybody Steve. can use my Wi Fi. Come on over to my house, y'all. This, this. <laughs> so, um, you doing some business over there? Yeah, man. Back in the corporate world. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, yeah, that Aplex would have took me out, though. Took you out of the corporate world? Yeah, for a long time, that Aplex, yeah, that Aplex would have, yeah, because all my Airbnb money, that would have been straight pocketed. Damn. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been it. When they they said that was gone, I was like, ah. You Grant Cardone 10X and some shit. Yeah, that that was really what I was thinking, man. (laughs) I was like, if I could have that eight plex, that would have put me there. No, what it should have could have. So you're, yeah, you're open to anywhere in the country. You could find something a deal like that, right? Uh, a multiplex deal, yeah. If I can get a multiplex anywhere in the country that makes sense, cash flows, I will. All right, now what about what about here? You know, in in, in this area, Arlington. Like you said maybe Grand Prairie. Are you planning on on hopping doing a house uh, house hack like just for your primary residence? No, I was thinking about that, but I'm really looking for something like a. If I was to even go to Grand Prairie, I want something multifamily. I'm looking for something multifamily, man. Just real tough. Just I was looking at buying some houses, but I'm like, man, this Airbnb market is too iffy. You know, especially when it comes to buying and putting chunks of change down, you really don't want to get caught up in that. You just gotta make sure it makes sense as like a long term rental. You know? Yeah, definitely. And you're big on the um, traveling nurses, too. Yeah, yeah, still big on that. Um, I haven't been big on it as much, especially since I've been uh, getting my Airbnb rep up, you know, like as far as automating it and everything. Yeah. Um, I need to get back on it, though, because the prices that I charge downtown traveling nurses ain't going to pay that. They are not going to pay that. Oh, too much. <laughs> were you saying that uh, somebody was, cause some guy was hitting you up? Oh, someone hit you up about the because um, you know you give your guests free condoms, right? Oh yeah, I jokingly <laughs> said that. He, he sent me a serious message about that. The funniest and, response. Oh, you could you could you could tell it. You could tell it. No, no, no. He was just like, uh, you know, I'm in Seattle. They were very was a sexually open place. Yeah. You know, do you find that the condoms are used or they don't use them? <laughs> I was just like, what? So that's yeah, that was part of the the welcome package that um, that Micah gives you. You know, when you come to Texas, you, you get some guns and you get some condoms, maybe some um, junior mints. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was funny. The the funny one of the guys responded. He was saying that um, <laughs> if so, if one of the hosts gets pregnant, are you liable for the pregnancy because you know you, your condoms didn't work? Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. I don't, I don't, that's funny <laughs> but yeah i mean people really do offer some different type of stuff where they are you know now going back real quick 
like if you were going to cash out refi or whatever to yeah. to get some pull some equity out right yeah it doesn't bother you because like probably when you bought your house the interest rate was like two percent or some shit that's why i put my house for sale Oh, you're talking about the Arkansas house. Okay, yeah. okay. So you can get all the cash. No worry about no interest rates yeah. and stuff. Well, no, 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 no. I just don't want to put that interest rate on my house. Because my, my interest rate on my house is 4.12. Yeah, five. yeah. If you go now, you're thinking at damn near 5%. Yeah. So I was sense. like, uh, I was like, do I want to put that interest rate on my house? Um, do you see them dropping anytime soon? I mean, dropping again anyways? I guess if the economy goes to shit. That ain't what I'm hearing. I'm hearing uh, they ain't supposed to be going nowhere anytime soon. They're not gonna even break. the even the refi rates are sky high. Shit, man! It was like free money back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, everybody no. was refiing. And it's the funniest thing. Back then, people had like these interest rates at like you know six, seven, eight percent, right, or more, whatever, depending on the credit and all that stuff. Yeah, and then all the rates just started plummeting, man. And they started saying, okay, you can uh, refi your house now. People were, ref- people were having like payments like, let's say, 1500 a month doing yeah. the, the high interest rates. And they, were, and they still had like, you know, 20 some odd years on their house. They were refinancing, getting it down to like, shit, 900 a month, right? And, and a 15-year note. I mean, it was just free money back then, dude. But I mean, yeah. when the economy's struggling, they just start throwing those those freebies at us. Yeah, you got to watch that too. That's like my number one thing too. When after watching the Big Short, that's like the number one thing. Like, hey, they got some really low interest rates. Yeah, they they catch up to you real quick, <laughs> for real, man. That's just like the number one thing to watch for. But but not in the house. I mean, in the house, you lock in that low one. It's locked in for thirty years. It ain't moving. Yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful freaking thing. Oh no no no, my bad. The low down payments. Oh, the low down payments. The one, oh, you can one percent down. We'll get you in a house. What? You know, zero <laughs> percent. They were doing zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were paying you to move in to buy a house. It was crazy. Um, so, what do you believe in putting down on a house? Twenty percent, if you can. If you can, but. So you got a little Dave Ramsey in you. Uh, no, that just puts you more takes off the PMI and puts you in a more comfortable space. As far as cash flow, um, but I mean, if you could get in with, I mean, like your strategy, you're doing three percent, but you're moving into the house. You can do that too. Whatever strategy works, right? Twenty um, percent if you got the capital, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Everybody has their own strategy, right? Yeah, you know. So, man, this has been a great show. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. got the business going on over there we um yeah we're we we kind of scrambling a little it was supposed to be the turo show and we had a whole bunch of turo stuff to talk about but we could always talk about airbnb i mean that's like um that's like our thing right yeah and so i mean we're i'm doing good i was i was been i told you i've been contemplating changing my um my house over there in that area which is going to ban airbnb um to a long-term rental, right? Yeah. And the thing is, they gave us um, they gave us enough time. They gave us like six months to to stop doing Airbnb, whatever. And so, um, and we'll see. And hopefully, the Texas uh, Supreme Court rules on something by before then, and they allow Airbnb, whatever. And so, I just decided, man, I make more money doing Airbnb. I'm going to keep doing it until the ban hits. And 
because, I mean, and you switch down to, to long-term, yeah, you know, it pays the bills. It's a little bit less hands-on and stuff. And I actually had someone coming through. They were going to rent it place. They were going to rent my place long-term. They had, well, I was going to rent it for $1,550 a month, you know, down payment of $1,500. They were already going to, they were already, okay, yeah, we like it, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're going to go ahead and send in our application through Cozy. You mentioned Cozy. Yeah. And so all you aspiring long-termers out there, Cozy is a really cool um, app. That um, that sends these um, these um, what are they called? Uh, the ah. the uh, set, set up it. your lease through Cozy. Yeah, yeah. You set up, you can set up your lease through them, and you can set up the applications through them, and everything. It's all free, and because the um, the renters pay for it. But anyways, they're that's this is the frustrating part about real estate because they were like, okay, they they wanted to rent it and everything, and so I um, I waited till like the next day to hear from from them, and they never filled out the application. And then they hit me up and said, hey, you know, Steve, you know, we really liked your place, but we found something else over here, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, thanks for thanks for the time. So left me high and dry. And I was like, well, screw this, man. I'm going <laughs> to. And I actually blocked those dates because I thought they were going to rent it for the year. Right. But anyways, they ended up not renting it. And I said, I'll throw it back on Airbnb. I have it on Airbnb and I have it on the Zillows and everything as a long term rental. I'll do it on both just in case, you know, someone comes through and they want they want to rent it long term. It'll yeah. it'll be conditional. I mean, but you know, if I'm renting out the next two months, they gotta wait till the third month. But I'll still sign up to the lease and all that, ready to go. So you got options. You gotta have options and all your stuff. Don't you know? Don't um, put all your eggs in one basket like a lot of people did with the Airbnb thing. So I mean, yeah, just be smart about it, y'all. Just be smart about it. Anything to add? Any closing words, the Micah? Man, uh, just remember to follow us on what was it Instagram. Always follow us on Instagram. We always got a bunch of stuff going on on Instagram, man. Um, uh, especially share bed and breakfast and uh, live, let thrive. I'll, I'll, I post stuff on there every day. Yeah, Mary joined in. She said, "Go Cowboys!" So yeah, we feel you. <laughs> Definitely go Cowboys. Screw the Rams. <laughs> Definitely. Thanks for letting us have a home game at y'all stadium. So for uh, Micah, I'm Steve. This has been Live, Let, Thrive, episode 76 of your favorite Airbnb, short-term rental, long-term rental um, podcast. Podcast, um, entrepreneurial stuff too, like Turo. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get More that going economy too. Stuff. Thank y'all for listening, and we hope to um, hope y'all stick around. Peace out. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.